You're listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life, hosted by Travel. Hey, nomads, this is Dylan Cal. You might recognize me from the New Medical Nomads podcast. Welcome to another episode of Travel Nursing and Allied Life and another episode of the Allied Minute where we talk all things allied. This episode in particular is going to be talking about the differences between therapies and travel nursing. Um, if you're listening to this, kind of two different audiences that I'm aiming with this episode. One, if you are a recruiter and you're kind of getting into the allied space, um, this will be some of the basics and basic differences between travel therapy and travel nursing. Um, two, if you are a newer traveler, um, this will be the things that you need to pay attention to that are very specific to you. And then other things outside of these areas, you can pretty much go on any blogs, any YouTube channel. If they're talking about travel nursing, all that is also going to apply for you. So when I first jumped in to uh, travel PT, you know, you Google search back then there actually wasn't any information, but um, if you Google search now, like travel therapy, there's not a lot of information out there. Um, and that's because travel nursing ends up getting a lot of the um, attention. And this goes all the way from like the statistics that we're looking at when we're looking at these big conferences, um, as well as just normal travel therapy questions. And so what we're talking about today is the big differences between travel therapy and travel nursing. Um, this one is going to be general travel therapy. Later on, we might break it down into travel PT and OT and SLP and RT. Um, but right now, just kind of general. And I will say generally, this is going to be talking more about PT, SLP, and OT, um, respiratory therapy, especially with the market right now. You're pretty unique. Um, so if you're listening to this, you are an RT, um, just take it with a grain of salt. Um, so first off, especially if you're a recruiter joining and wanting to know the big differences between therapy and travel nursing, a big difference is our education levels when we're coming straight out of school. Um, occupational therapists and SLPs are gonna be getting their masters um, as an entry level and PT is relatively fresh still within like 10 years or so, we are entry level doctorate program. So that means you have to have your doctorate in order to practice PT when you're coming out of school. Other PTs who have been practicing for a while, they still might have masters, and we still have bachelors out there um, that are practicing for PT. But those are um, a big difference between nursing, where you know you kind of have your different levels to go into, um, whether it's RN, BSN, um, getting your masters, going all the way to nurse practitioner. Um, but therapy at our entry level is either a masters or a doctorate. Because of that, and because of the amount of clinical hours that we get. Um, most hospitals or contracts do not have the same experience requirements that nursing does. I think a lot of this is actually due to competitive, um, the competitive market, especially now with the market up and with nurses being in a really huge need. Um, we're seeing some of those rules that were kind of like stand true of two years minimum. Um, some of those are getting kind of swept to the side and some nurses who only have one year experience or maybe some new grads are starting to be able to find these positions that they weren't able to find before. Whether or not that's the best thing to do for you, that is a different question. Um, but for travel therapists, we get almost a full year of work experiences in different clinical settings and we are able to 
get contracts and get jobs and get travel positions straight out of school. This is regardless if there is a low need, like um, in 2020, once COVID hit, everything tanked, um, or now when we're seeing some higher need, um, we can pretty much jump in as new grads. Um, so that is a very special thing. With SLPs, there is a little bit of a difference with your CF years. Um, that you actually need a direct supervision of another clinician. So that's going to be a little bit harder. Usually um, hospitals don't want um, to have a CF student um, or CF worker as a traveler. Now with the need that we're facing, I'm sure those option, options and opportunities are going to be popping up. Um, but as of you know, last year, last two years, um, pretty much if you're in that C CF year, you're not going to get a position. And if you do find a position, you really, really, really want to screen those positions because there's there's a reason they need you that bad. Um, whether it's you know census, whether it's they just can't hold on to anybody because of the job. Maybe it's rural Kansas and nobody wants to live there. Um, those would be the rural areas are pretty good for getting like experience, and so I would say that'd be best case scenario. Um, but the other two, maybe there's some management issues, maybe um, just the patient population is really really tough, um, or it's in a really tough area. That might be why, and so you want to make sure you ask those questions if you're even thinking about it, and definitely talk with some other SLP travelers and what they would recommend. Um, I know most would not recommend doing it in your CF year, um, just because you want to make sure that you're actually getting the mentorship guidance, um, clinical supervision that you need and deserve. After that, big differences between nursing and therapy is going to be our licensure process. So. SLPs, OTs, and most PT states still, um, you will need a separate license for each state. Nursing has a very wide compact where they're able to kind of just belong to one state and then they kind of are able to just go to whatever states are participating in that compact. I know it's pretty big. There's a few states that aren't a part of it. Usually California is, still, California is always the last to join anything. But most nurses are able to kind of bounce around. Um, PT did just have a compact introduced um, maybe five years ago it got enacted so when it first started out it was like 10 states now um, I think it's up to 20 plus so we're getting close to the majority but it is a different compact than with the nursing compact with PT compacts you still have to take your jurisprudence exams um, you still have to pay all the fees pretty much the biggest difference is that the fingerprinting and background check um, since you've already done that in another state, they kind of just waive it. And so you're able to get it within 24 to 48 hours, usually 24 hours. And so that's a really cool thing for the PT, but it is different than the nursing compact. Um, nursing compact, from what I understand, um, you don't have to take the jurisprudence exams um, and the kind of CEUs and CEs that you have to do for that state um, is usually just for your home state. And that's a, that's a difference between um, our compact as a PT in the compact with nursing. Again, OT and SLPs, no compact. OT compact is getting close to being um, introduced, enacted. Um, I believe they still need to get 10 states before they're able to start like actually sending out um, compact privileges. And so maybe since PT has kind of already gone through, um, OT can kind of say, hey, these guys are doing it. You should vote us in because it comes down to the state legislation. Um, and so OTs, hopefully, 
pretty soon you'll have some sort of compact going. Um, and hopefully it's a lot faster than what PTs had to go through because it was a long time, so, so long. Um, for orientation, usually um, nurses and nursing, their orientation is very, very brief. Now, therapy, we also get very brief orientation, but we also tend to find and be able to have the opportunity to have really good clinical guidance um, for specific areas. Um, for example, my very first contract that I ever had as a traveler, I got more clinical mentorship in that 10 weeks than I did my entire first year working as a permanent employee. So I don't think clinical mentorship, and I know that's a hot button for therapists, I don't think it's a travel problem. That is a profession problem. So unless it's written in your contract, even if it's a perm or a travel, a lot of times when I come in and I'm doing orientation, my orientation as a traveler is the exact same as orientation as a perm worker. Um, so that was a little bit more. Usually hospitals have like a fast track for their for their travelers um, and an actual like separate orientation for them. Um, for therapists, usually not so much. Usually we're doing the exact same as perm. That being said, Sometimes, especially if working in a skilled nursing facility, you show up, you're working at a SNF, and they just, you don't even have access to the computer yet, and they're giving you patience. On the flip side of that, if you are talking and you're really wanting some mentorship, say that you're jumping into a new um, setting, now you can you kind of talk and say like, hey, I haven't done home health before. Are you able to um, give me like a week or two weeks of training so that I can do this. And then you can add this into your negotiations as well. A lot of places aren't want, aren't willing to train somebody for just three months, but if you're willing to extend for six months in order to get that experience, get that setting so that you can have that as an option availability for your career later, um, offer to extend for a full six months and then there'll be, they'll be more willing to train you. Um, so that being said, orientations, can be absolutely quick, the typical travel um, experience. Um, that first contract that I had, I showed up, I had a HIPAA quiz and got my login, which took all about an hour. And then I had four evaluations um, that day, no, excuse me, six evaluations that day, and four of which spoke Spanish only, and I do not speak Spanish. And so that's a very typical kind of first day as a traveler. Um, but for therapists, we are able to find some of those rural areas that are just needing somebody and they're willing to train us. Um, and they're usually really happy to do so as well. Um, so that's a big difference with therapy and um, nursing as well. Typically, the closer you are to the acuity, so if you're working at the hospital, um, you're going to be more fast-tracked. If you're working at SNF, you're going to be more fast-tracked. Once you start getting outside into like independent companies, home health, outpatient, um, you'll be more likely to see those kind of lax orientation where they're just happy to have you. Finally, um, nurses, it's really hard for you guys to jump between specialties. So for example, ER nurse going to ICU nurse, usually you need at least two years experience in ICU before you're able to start traveling as an ICU nurse. Um, if you're doing something like ICU down a med surge, um, you, you're kind of like dropping down levels um, you're usually able to do that, and they usually ask you to float as well. Um, but if you were trying to go to med surge to ICU, again, you'd have to have those two years experience. With therapists, we don't have to have any 
gen- like long experience in order to jump into a new setting. So I was able to go th- from ICU PT to outpatient PT to home health PT without any barriers. Um, I did, you know, there, there are certain precautions that you take as a therapist. You want to start learning. You want to start studying on your own. So you're not just going in there knowing nothing. Uh, but as therapists, we're able to jump into a new setting um, without having to stay somewhere for two years, get that experience, and then start traveling again. And then finally, um, typical schedule. This is more for the recruiters that might be listening for the differences of Allied. Um, I once had a recruiter ask me if I preferred days or nights. So as therapists, we're usually not working night shifts. Um, this would be different for like respiratory therapy. But as therapists, PT, OT, SLP, not doing night shifts. And also, unless you're in a hospital or a SNF um, and you're kind of getting away from that acuity um, central hospital, you are less likely to work on weekends. Um, so therapists, we're kind of spoiled. We get like a normal day shift and then usually we're hardly ever asked to work weekends. Um, this can still pop up. It's actually um, not a make it or break it for me, so don't even ask y'all on the interview. Um, but some therapists can be surprised because they're like, oh, I've never been asked to work weekends before. I didn't, I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, and that's because so many few places actually ask us to work weekends. Um, if they do need a weekend person, usually they already have like somebody PRN, and that's just what they do. Um, and so pretty rare for therapists to be working weekends. But yeah, if you are a recruiter for PT, OT, SLP, um, we don't do night shift and uh, that'll make it easier on you guys. But yeah, thanks so much. That's going to be the big differences between therapies in general and nursing. If you are new to travel and listening to this, those are gonna be the big differences. Anything outside of that, Um, is not going to be nuanced. So if you're looking for more information on housing or more information on contracts and um, how billing is paid and what a bill rate is, all those types of questions are the same for therapy as they are for travel nurses. So that'll make it easier on you guys um, in order to search for this information. Um, Also, when you're going to TravCon uh, sessions, that if they say the term travel nursing, most likely that's also applying to travel therapy and all the other allied professions out there. So everybody have a great day. Everybody have a safe travel. And I am going to be getting out of this super squeaky chair. But thanks so much, and we'll catch you soon. Thanks for listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life. You can find the full show notes below or at travcon.org. Please help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. 